0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the new music show. I'm Nick Buha, your host. This is the first new music show ever. I'd like to welcome everybody. It is Saturday, June 23rd. I'd like to introduce to you my co-host, musical influence and father. Rich right, Buha, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Thanks. W- pleasure to be here. Welcome to CSB Studios in Cherry Hill. We're excited to get this new show started. Uh, we came up with the idea a few weeks ago, kind of hanging out in the garage, relaxing, listening to some music, having a few beers, and we talked about we talked about how there's uh, there's not really new music out there, and we wanted to come up with a way to get new music out to everybody. And we've come up with this show. This is the podcast where we can present to you new music and we can bring it to you so that you guys can go out there and do your own research and find some new stuff um, and maybe uh, maybe give us some suggestions of what we can listen to. Um, so to, to kind of get things started off, I wanted to just kind of let you guys know what this show is going to be about. It's going to be new music, but it's not going to necessarily be new music in terms of age. It's going to be music that you possibly and probably have never heard before i think that's what you kind of have you kind of had that idea as well is it is it going to be just simply music Mm -hmm. that was just recently released or are we going to incorporate everything
1: well that's kind of the idea i think i was more thinking that uh people aren't they can't find new new music anymore and uh, they have to search a little bit harder for it but the whole premise in my mind is that people a lot of people in my generation think that uh if if it hasn't been done before 1980 they it's no good and i think uh my whole thought process on that is there's plenty of good there's good in every generation uh there always will be i mean leonardo da vinci probably listens to some good music but uh doesn't mean because it's old doesn't mean it's bad it just means that it's
0: so what do you think what do you think the reason for that is do you think that there's there's a lack of i mean There's different outlets now that maybe were different from when you were you were growing up and when you started getting into music. There's different. There's all new ways where you can find things, but I don't think that people are actually going out there finding them. I think I, I think there's a
1: lot of distractions. I think I think uh, with the advent of the inner Google and the <laughs> I- internet, uh, is in the internet essentially in video games, people have made different choices and the maybe the priority uh, isn't there. And possibly they don't have the patience to, to listen to something new. They want to be spoon-fed. Uh, you know, everything has to be market-tested now. Right. And if, it, and if it's uh, something you're not familiar with, you're not going to give it the time. And I don't know, maybe Sesame Street started this whole thing because uh, Sesame Street just said uh, we can feed kids in something, uh, in, in bites that are no longer than 30 seconds. After 30 seconds, hmm. they're bored. So that's interesting. You think it, it's
0: it's like a spoon-fed generation. I, I, I agree with you, definitely, when it comes to... When you, you think of ways that you used to get your music before, and it was mainly radio, right? And radio used to be an outlet where you go to, to hear new things. Now it's kind of the same handful of artists, right? It's the same... Ten songs that you hear. Yeah. If you if you if you're listening to a song and you come back an hour an hour and a half later, you're probably going to hear the same song again. Um, and I thought a lot of that was going to change with things like Sirius Radio. Obviously, we have YouTube and the internet where we can go and find things, but it it is very uh, very spoon fed generation, I well, guess, where we every- listen to things that are given to us and not necessarily. <laughs> Go looking for you no. Know,
1: I can you know I, I hate to say in the good old days or anything like that, but there was a period of time where DJs actually turned you on to music. Right. They with their personal tastes, with their personal flavors, and it was just listen to this, check it out, and if you liked the DJ. Uh, nine out of ten times, you would sit there and, and listen. And you'd come and back were, and listen again. And if there was a story behind it and he gave some information about the the, the music that you were going to hear, it was cool. It it let you in on, you know, an, an, another viewpoint. But somewhere along the line, and I'm, I'm thinking it was probably in the early 80s, everything had to go and be market tested. You know, you'd put people in a room and get a reaction right. from uh, this song. What do you think of this song? And, and, and you know, seven out of ten ears liked it. It was going to get played. Right. And so And then the playlist became a thing. You know, you if you listen to a lot of radio stations now, you're going to hear the same stuff over and over and over again right. with some variations. But for the most part, they're not trying to feed you anything new. A lot of that, I
0: think, comes in the... Mm-hmm. You have to take into account the corporate aspect of these Absolutely. the radio stations now is that the advertising, the people that are paying for the advertising they want to know they don't want you to turn the channel right and and there's a lot more there's a lot more stations out there now, so the competition is heavier so the, those market tests that you're talking about that's an important thing when companies make a decision to invest to advertise on that station:
1: Well, I, I also think that <clears throat> I guess my reference is a lot lot older a lot, lot broader, but even a m radio when that was the place where you heard music, I think that the radio stations had a lot more range. You could be listening to some real you know uh uh bubblegum music and the next time here Led zeppelin right I mean, and, there, and people were. More open to – at least, at least it, they gave you the option to be more open to different things. Right. So I, I just – now everything is kind of pigeonholed into a category. And if you're listening to a hard rock station versus an alternative rock station, I mean, I think it's all the same. <laughs> if you – if you go ahead.
0: Well, no, I, I agree with you. I think it's become watered down a little bit <clears throat> because – there are so many more stations there's there's so many different ways that you can get it so if you want to go to a hard rock station you're expecting to hear hard rock so the second that you hear something that is not hard rock or at least in your mind hard rock you're you're tuning out and if if you're tuning out and they're losing your your ears they're losing your absolutely so it's market based right it's market based so just in general a lot more different uh, avenues where you can get your music from but we, what we want to do here is bring you yeah. new things that uh, that you may have not heard before. You probably haven't heard before, and kind of expand. Good stuff. Gi- out give there. you the opportunity to to do your own research and search it if you like it. Yeah. And find new artists. Um, you know, there there's a lot of top forty artists out there that are that are very good. I mean, they're not necessarily bad, but you just kind of get you just kind of get. Uh, inundated with their music you just hear the sa- their same songs over and over again for years almost sometimes it seems like and um, so this is just an outlet for us to to bring new music to you um, let me let me ask you this question um, because it's I, I don't necessarily have somewhere where I go to find new things I, I'm I fall into that category where I let things kind of come to me I'm sure you know where do you start when you're looking
1: for new music Believe it or not, I I uh, I go to the record store. <laughs> yeah. they still have those. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, but I I actually rely on uh, my friends there. Uh, if, if I don't have the opportunity, people that are in go, the industry. Well, they own record stores, right? <laughs> and they and if if they uh, kept them around for uh, that long, and we have similar tastes, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, they. First of all, I think I should leave this all off by saying I'm a I'm a geek. You know, I've had this disease of seeking new music since I was 10 years old. So, and I've never lost it, and I'm always looking for something new. I'm right. bored, I get bored with. God bless Led Zeppelin, but I don't need to hear them anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, it just uh, it it. it it's it's just a matter of me and my passion. Just like you and your passion, your passion goes different places. Your, your, your passion probably goes more towards sports channels that so you're, you're listening to on radio. And- I
0: think more recently, but I think a lot of that is because of, you know, you go to the classic rock station. How many times can you hear the Rolling Stones? How many times can you? It, it, and, exactly. And they're, listen, they're great songs. Let's we're, we're not saying that they're not, but it's just you, you can basically sing them to yourself at this point. Mix it in. Right.
1: It's still good to hear once in a while, but mix it in with some other stuff.
0: Now you, now you also are very uh, open to all different types of music. I'm pretty eclectic, right? So you're very eclectic and there's different ways that you, you get your music is what have you done as far in terms of the internet? Like, do you go on the internet and do searches? I know that you, you read a lot of music magazines to find some, some new things. Um, but has is, is the internet kind of opened things up?
1: Well, You remember Napster, right? I did. (laughs) (laughs) That was unbelievable when it first came about. Uh, It was, I felt like, I guess I was stealing, but uh, I felt like a kid in a candy store. Uh, And and I didn't actually think about things that I would like to hear. Uh, But a lot of my journey actually comes in with... um, A lot of what what I've learned to like has been uh, music magazines when you're reading or listening to uh, an interview uh, of someone that you appreciate and they drop a reference right, and then you find that reference and then you like those folks and then you find out who may have influenced them and you go back. I mean, I bet there's a lot of people in my generation that were introduced to the blues Through the English, I mean, through the Rolling Stones and through Led Zeppelin, and then they had to go back and explore, and that's what I did, and it was was a fun journey. You
0: get references and influences, and you kind of build a tree from there. You kind of work your way way out.
1: Find the roots and then see where it's going.
0: Well, that's a good way to get started. And What we're going to do now, we're going to get started with our first song. Um, This is uh, one that you, where did you find this one? This is Caroline Rose,
1: Soul Number 5, we're going to start off with. At the record store. <laughs> okay, so this is one. This is no. one. Go ahead. No, I uh, I go to Main Street Music in uh, Maniunk. Uh, if that's an advertisement. It's an advertisement. These are good people. But uh, they have a lot of in-store shows there. And I heard about Caroline Rose uh, through them. And they said, we're doing an in-store. Why don't you come on down? And they They've had several in-store shows. I've seen a lot of great, great people there. So she
0: was live in-store
1: and you saw her there? She was live in-store. She was great. She had an energy and just uh, no chip on her shoulder, but she was making statements um, in a nice way. And uh, I really enjoyed her. I bought her album. She signed it, talked to her a little bit. Cool. And uh, this is one of those albums that uh, the more you listen The more you appreciate it it gets better and better in my mind
0: cool well we will start there with some high energy from caroline rose this is soul number five and it is the first song ever played on the new music show enjoy
2: The Gucci, Gucci, gooey, oozy, icky, oozy style I do a hair flip I slug my stuff You whispering at me I can't hear you I say what? I don't have a job But I got a lot of time Baby, show me yours
0: that was the first song ever played on the new music show that was Caroline Rose Soul number 5 high energy definitely high energy there right pretty cool what yeah. do you think i thought i think it's uh it's a pretty awesome song so the, i'll i'll let you know what i thought of it the first time that i heard it so you sent this over to me yep and i i was kind of just sitting here downloading all, all the songs kind of preparing for the show today and i heard the song and i thought the first thing i thought was mojo magazine you found her uh, in Mojo magazine, and I thought that she was kind of like a British pop. It sounds like a very it sounds like a very English pop sound, doesn't it? Huh.
1: That that that's interesting that you had that impression. Um. Real interesting. Uh, the yeah, I, I guess it does have a British. I don't know what made it sound British to you. It's just like sure. a little
0: zing, you know okay. what I mean? It sounds like a newer newer age British
1: pop. Yeah, to me, kind of like it, alt kind of like an alt feel it was almost like uh it was, it was almost like Cindy Lauper, you know to in a certain way but the i think the uh the structure of the song was just a little bit more well thought out than uh, a standard you know what i mean yeah. girls just want to have fun kind of a thing i i get that but i i don't know that's for some reason it's it interesting just, it, and maybe it was
0: that i saw mm-hmm. the uh Maybe it was that I saw the cover, you know, it, she's just a little different. Level She has the red jumpsuit on. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit different. So that, that was the first thought that I had
1: doing some more research. I find out, I think she's from Ohio. No, no, no. She's from, I think, Long Island. Oh, okay. uh, she's from New York. And I think, and I actually, mm. excuse me, met um, after the in-store show, met uh, the bass player. And he's actually from Delaware. Okay. <laughs> and he used to go to Main Street Music when he was a kid growing up and I've uh, seen since then uh, some interviews, and she's living in New York City now, but I think she has a kid uh, and uh, she's thinking about moving to Philadelphia actually because it's more affordable, yeah. and it gives her that New York vibe too you know yeah I,
0: I don't know why I got that i uh, when just when funny. I first heard the song that's what I thought of just uh, yeah. I thought she was definitely. English and high energy English British pop I kind of got like a like a arctic monkeys meets Mick Jagger (laughs) meets white stripes a little bit
1: that's you you've got good references you've been trained will haven't you someone 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 raised you
0: yeah and actually (laughs) I did want to talk about that is kind of like how you got started in getting into music when you you said you said you were 10 years old and you kind of had this thirst to go find new music and you know, you brought it You brought it along to us, myself, yeah. my brothers, uh, Jake and Evan, if you guys don't know Jake and Evan. So we always used to play the uh, the 50 Cent song, or the 50 Cent game, rather. And it was, oh. we'd be sitting in the car. 50
1: Cent? Yeah. The 50, a whole different thing. The 50 it? Cent song is a little <laughs> bit different
0: than the 50 Cent game. So no, the 50 Cent game is, we'd be driving in the car, and we'd be in the back seat, usually... Um, you know, driving to a ball game or something and a song would come on and you would say for 50 cents, who is this artist? And we kind of learned that way. It it was just a fun thing that you had done your research. You would listen to the song and you'd, you'd have this song on, on one of your mixes in the car. I still have
1: that 50 cents in my pocket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We never saw that. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of how we learned. How did you, how did you get into this? How did you learn? You know, was it
1: interesting? I, you know, I think about this a little bit and, uh, uh, your grandmother used to sing every once in a while. And she sort of had a, a penchant for music, believe it or not. Um, you know, she'd sing some simple things like uh, You Are My Sunshine or right. whatever. But, um, so, and she had a couple of records. But uh, the end result was uh, she would take me up to Grant's. I don't know if you know what Grants is, but it was a 5 and 10. I don't know if you know what a 5 and 10 is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Splains, I guess, was the biggest. I wish biggest. they still had them. Yeah. Anyway, Grants was a store that had uh, it was somewhat of a cheap Walmart kind of a store. It had department. Uh, had d- different departments. And they used to have 45s there. And I would just, just be, kind of run be drawn them. to those 45s, flip through them, buy a record, come home, and just... And then I started collecting them, but, um, I think along the short of it is, uh, growing up it, it, as an only child, I think without brothers and sisters to, to throw things back and forth on, you can talk to your parents. I love my parents, but, uh. It was a, an outlet. You, you, it's something different. Right. They don't understand. It's yours, you right. know. And uh, so it became. That's where it started, and it continues to this day. So I've I've still had that uh, passion. So
0: cool, cool. Well, yeah. So that again, that was Caroline Rose, Soul Number Five, high energy stuff. Um, some of her inspirations. I I just read a couple of quick interviews. Ryan Adams. Are you? A, yeah. Are you yeah. get into
1: Ryan Adams? Oh, absolutely. I think her last album was actually a little bit more what they call Americana. American Religion,
0: it was called. 2013. That was her first one. I don't know if I don't know when this one. When this I don't tried. even.
1: I don't even. I'm actually going back to try to find it because it's uh, apparently sounds a lot different. Right. Just from reading reviews. Actually, she was. You mentioned this earlier. She was in the latest issue of her. This album was uh, uh, reviewed in the last mojo magazine interesting uh,
0: so i I did i wasn't able to find that much on her but she does have a website you can buy the album there so check it out um we're gonna change pace a little bit here um this this next guy that we have coming up is he's kind of uh he's on the older side he's 72 years old he's been around for a while Mm -hmm. um he's been in the industry for years and years and years going back to i don't know if it was the 60s or, or when it was but uh, have you this this guy's name is John Prine yeah now were you did you know about John Prine before this song this knew, next song that we I, came up with I
1: knew about him I didn't think I liked him a long time ago when he was first he's been out for years and years and years as a, a kind of a folky uh, singer-songwriter yeah and that wasn't really my thing back in the day I, the, I just the social you know, commentary aspect yeah but i didn't i think i don't think i really understood he wasn't he wasn't uh protesting he wasn't writing protest songs or anything like that occasionally he'd make a comment but it was a a little jab but he just became uh a lot he he was he was well respected i mean if you go back and do any research on him bob dylan thinks he's one of the best songwriters who ever uh was born right um Anyway, I, I did read some of that stuff about him. So he's from uh I guess around the Chicago area,
0: yeah. from Illinois. Yeah. Um his his songs kind of have this humorous yeah. angle, but but also some social commentary. There's kind of like underlying messages in some of his songs from from what I've read about him. This is the actually the first song that I've actually heard that I that I know of that yeah. I've heard from him. Yeah. Um and there's there's some obvious comparisons here that we maybe we can get into on the other side of the song. Um But so we're going to play this
1: one for you. Incidentally, before you get into the the music, one of the things I learned about him just recently is he was one of the first guys to go independent. His his record label, I think he started it in like the 80s. It's called Oh Boy. Okay. You know, which is kind of cool. And he's kind of relied on that to put his music out and was pretty successful. So that's just kind of an interesting side note.
0: Cool. He was, uh, so yeah, we'll get into a little bit more yeah. about John Prine on the other side. Um, so this song is called When I Get to Heaven, and it is from, what is it called? The Tree, Tree of Forgiveness? The Tree of Forgiveness. It's off, yeah. off that album that came out recently. So without further ado, this is the, the next song up, John Prine, When I Get to Heaven. Here it is. Enjoy.
3: When I get to heaven, I'm going to shake God's hand, thanking for more blessings than one man can stand. Then I'm going to get a guitar and start a rock and roll band, Check into a swell hotel. Ain't the afterlife grand? And then I'm going to get a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm going to kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of the world. Cause this old man is going to town. <laughs> then as God is my witness, I'm getting back into show business. I'm going to open up a nightclub called the Tree of Forgiveness. And forgive everybody who ever done me any harm. Why I might even invite a few choice critics, those syphilitic parasitics, buy them a pint of Smith and smother them with my charm. Cause then I'm going to get a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm going to kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of the world. Yeah, this old man is going to town. Yeah, when I get to heaven. I'm going to take that wristwatch off my arm. What are you going to do with time after you bought the farm? And then I'm going to go find my mom and dad. And good old brother Doug, why well, I bet him and cousin Jackie are still cutting up a rug. I want to see all my mama's sisters, because that's where all the love starts. I miss them all like crazy. Bless her little hearts. And I always will remember these words my daddy said. He said, buddy, when you're dead, you're a dead peckerhead. I hope to prove him wrong, that is, when I get to heaven. Cause I'm going to have a cocktail, vodka and ginger ale. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette that's nine miles long. I'm gonna kiss that pretty girl on the tilt of the world. Yeah, this old man is going to town. Yeah, this old man is going to town. <conscious noise>
0: So there it was. That was John Prine with "When I Get to Heaven." An interesting one, for sure, right? Yeah, it's fun, huh? Yeah, it's uh, so a little bit of the backstory about him. I guess you said that he had he had a bout with uh, did you say throat cancer? Yeah, I believe so. So so coming th- coming off of that that's uh it's obviously a song that he's produced late in his career.
1: You can hear his voice changed a little bit.
4: Definitely
0: from, uh, uh definitely the deeper the deeper voice but maybe like reflecting on his career, reflecting works. on his life, kind of preparing for th- you know the the future and the unknown. Yeah. Um and
1: kind of making the best out of it, right? He uh, he actually welcomes it. Uh, you know, uh, not not welcomes. It, he's not wishing for it by any means, but he's not afraid of it. So you know, he sees reality, you know, and uh, embraces it. Definitely going
0: to smoke a cigarette and drink uh, he, vodka and ginger ale, which was an interesting uh, <laughs>
1: nine-mile-long cigarette.
0: Yeah, could be, could an interesting be, an interesting choice of uh, of beverage as well. So,
1: so uh, the, uh, is there such a drink as what vodka <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure you know, we can. Maybe it's a midwestern thing.
0: We'll huh? give it a shot, maybe later on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was discovered by Chris Christopherson, who is a big name in the industry. Some of the, the obvious comparison that I came up with is yeah. obviously Johnny Cash, right? Did you did He's, you hear any
1: of that? Uh, in 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 only in the sense that it's kind of folky I I, yeah i don't know Vo- voice wise
0: kind of the the acoustic guitar um, yeah, i don't know okay. I, that's just the first thing that i thought of yeah. a- especially if you listen to, to johnny cash's uh, last albums when he yeah. was when he was up in years and his voice was getting kind of kind of deep and- i think you're bringing
1: up a really interesting point that i don't even think we discussed but uh, you know, you're you're relating it to something. It it reminds you of that. You kind of put it into a category of sorts and say, who's like that? And I think we all kind of do that a little bit. I mean, it's funny. Last one, Caroline Rose, you were thinking that hey, she's a British chick, you yeah. know, and interesting what it conjures up. And, and I think that's part of the fun because, uh, you know. And, who and, you know, with you meeting Caroline Rose, you
0: probably hmm. had uh, yeah. more knowledge and, and kind of you were able to talk to her and kind of understand where her music was coming from, whereas somebody else who, who doesn't know right. might get a, diff- a
1: completely different feel for the music. Actually, here to, there's a kind of a side story about uh, uh, John Prine that I learned from a friend of mine who's a friend of a well, sort of another new guy, but he's an old guy, a uh, guy called Jimmer. Jimmer is the name that's his name his first name it's his last name and John Prine was his idol. You know, John Prine sounds like a real fun guy that you'd want to be with, yeah. but uh, apparently J- he was one of uh Jimmer's idols and Jimmer had the opportunity to meet him said he was a real jerk.
0: Really? <laughs> but, well, when you're in, when you, you know in people indi-
1: have bad days, so it's when uh, you're you in an know.
0: industry for that long. I mean, yeah. obviously he sounds like he's somebody that has quote yeah. unquote, lived life yeah, uh, yeah. a little bit and yeah. gone through his experiences um, for sure. But no, uh, definitely, definitely an interesting song. I, that's just what came to my mind was Johnny yeah, Cash. It's, it's it, interesting it, that it's thing. just, I, I relate things to you. Like you said, it, your mind just automatically goes to places where, sure you know, and viva la it's difference. Rela- it's relatable, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we will change it up, go a little bit slower on this one. Uh-oh. All right. So this this is a slower song. Do you enjoy some of the, the slower stuff? I mean, I, I don't really. This is more of an R and B ish. I
1: don't I don't really think of slow and fast when I'm. Eh, you know, I think of moods. I think it. I I, I you know. I good. I'll listen to anything that sounds good. You know, I I you know, good is good. That's why I I sort of. Uh, I throw away all the categories you know and good music there's good music and there's bad music and uh, I think that's uh, not sure I think it's a felonious monk statement but uh, interesting <laughs> well
0: this this guy uh, Leon Bridges he's become more popular over recent really interesting months and years <laughs> yeah
1: so Leon Bridges w- where did you find Leon uh, believe it or not on Jules Holland have you ever watched Jules Holland?
0: I have. I have uh, when when I lived at home, and you used to record all the shows. And it's actually a really yeah. it's a really interesting show. If you guys have never seen it before, what it is is he gets some really big names on there too. Yeah, it's a it's one big studio that they're in, mm-hmm. and there's basically six, five, six different stages, yeah. and they basically just rotate the camera from artist to artist, and they all go in the same room. All in the right. same room. They they go through and they rotate the camera and all these different artists and bands play one after the other. Yeah. So it's kind of like five, six concerts in one sitting. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's a pretty cool. And he's show. not afraid to mix it up. And, you know, you're talking about eclectic. I mean, you can get some really varied acts on there and he's, he'll bring new people in, uh, that, you know, is are good. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. I, I've definitely, I've definitely
1: seen. So and anyway, enjoyed the I show. saw him on, on Leon. I think, I, I think he was on Jules Holland. That's where I first saw him. And he's, Kind of bringing the old soul song, uh, feeling back, and I think there's a couple of people doing that these days. Uh, I don't know if you know, just the old R and B feel, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the, the the Sam Cooke and um, you know that kind of a sound.
0: Right. So Leon Bridges, he he does have a couple songs that have been out that kind of are on the more popular side, but he's grown in popularity recently. This song is called "Bet Ain't Food.
1: Worth the Hand." Yeah. Well, one of the things I, I thought was really weird, and I just saw it the other day, just a well, Leon Bridges was in, he was singing some country and Western stuff on television with somebody that I don't know who the artist is, but kind of threw me. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you or on a...
0: No, no problem at all. We were just going to jump into the song, but... um. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, so this this one's called "Bet Ain't Worth the Hand." It's by Leon Bridges. Going to slow it down a little bit, uh, so everybody enjoy, and uh, we'll be right back after this.
2: to slow down Cause I keep, keep tripping on words I don't wanna say Just tell me right now Cause I keep, keep seeing the signs You want me to stay I can't commit, I can't make plans, sometimes the bed ain't worth the end I think it's special, it makes me sad Don't wanna wonder what we could've had I can't be a man, sometimes a bed isn't worth the hand And I can't keep letting this wave carry me away So tell me right now, cause I keep, keep seeing the signs You won't need to stay I think you know, you're everything, you're beautiful, but my life is fast, can't make it slow, we're here right now, kiss me before I go, but you got to let me That I can't be a man. But sometimes the bed isn't worth the hand I've been hurt before, No more, hurt, no more. I've been hurt but sometimes the bed isn't worth
0: Leon Bridges. Bet ain't worth the hand. Slowed it down a little bit. A little R and B feel, right? Yeah. A lot of soul. Pretty, pretty good. The background singers is kind of a cool. That, that kind of. Don't want to hurt no more. It, it, it's kind of just a, a more emotional song. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's
1: definitely got a heart and soul. I mean, that's that's what it's all about.
0: You mentioned that it has kind of a Philly feel.
1: Yeah, I I, I hear the uh, the old sound of philadelphia in there just the, the the soul if you think of some of the old bands the delphonics and uh oh geez i can go down the list but
0: you mentioned a like, lot this, of them like sa- me. the sam cook feel like the kind yeah. of um almost like not, not really motowny but just kind of with the background singers and things like that it kind of gives you that
1: well you know i think <clears throat> here's another difference in 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 what radio is and um it used to be that um, radio was the same but different when you went into a different region of the country. right. I mean it was it was that localized because there were some artists that were re- being played that were somewhat local and it had a different flair and it it, appear, it, it, it appears to me that there were three pockets of soul music um, and I guess it came about in the sixties and it started to develop and there was a sound that developed. Obviously Motown is the Detroit sound. Definitely. Then you had the Stax feel, which is Memphis, you know, and, and it was, a. explain Stacks. What do you mean by that? Uh, it was a studio It was a, a la- record label name and uh, a lot of good artists came out of Stacks and, and you had that Memphis horn sound as kind of a, Maybe we can get into that sometime, but there's a there's a subtle difference. It had a it was a more southern thing, uh, and then you had the Philly sound, which was more sophisticated, love and brotherly love kind of a right vibe to it. I don't know. It's just like what Philadelphia is to me, anyway. But it's, there were three pockets of soul, it seemed to me. It's it's interesting how. You know the Hall and Oates kind of feel. That's that's yeah. that's Philly's soul. Yeah, that that that, that kind of. It,
0: it's one of those things where you can't really define it in words, but when you when you give examples like that, it's a lot kind of, of
1: it has to do with the chord changes and and the feel of the music and how they change. Right. Um, it's the structure of the song.
0: Right, and and that's the same with country. You know, you, you think of the Midwest, you think of country music. You think of this. You think of the South. You think of blues. You you know, it's weird how
1: music is regionalized almost yeah and i think that's becoming homogenized with um with how we the access to everything right with how we get our music how many avenues that we can get it from and you you see a lot of the different inspirations and i'm not sure it could happen again you know even with some of the rap stuff i mean everybody had their different different styles different styles and it, it was it was a lot uh, it was localized it right.
0: was you know well maybe we, we're gonna hold on to the yeah. the rap thing because we're maybe gonna get into that okay. in, in a little bit um but one thing that i want to bring up before we get into this next song so this this next uh, artist and or i don't know if they're an artist or band low cut connie um yeah they're actually philly guys sort of a good segue right so so one thing that i i listened to them and I'm gonna keep doing this with every song that we do but I compared them to what what have I heard before What do they sound like that? I've heard before and the first Uh thing that came into my mind was black keys Hmm. And the second thing was old 97s and they sound very similar. So I thought hearing them. I said these guys got to be from Chicago That's what I thought (laughs) to myself. That's good automatically I, I went and looked it up, did you some research. can't get that
1: 50 cents anymore. Exactly. <laughs>
0: well, I said, these guys, I bet you they're from Chicago. So I went and looked it up. They are from Philly. So it was it's cool. So where did you
1: hear these guys first? Um, believe it or not, uh, the first time I heard of them uh, was they opened up for Marat at uh, Yard's Pub, I guess it's called what is it? yards Philly. brewery yards brewery in yeah. Philly, Philadelphia oh, cool. and I wanted to go see him and uh, couldn't because something else it was a conflict but uh, I heard the name and then I met a guy who came out to hear the relays play one time we got talking about certain things and he said these guys are great and then I went into Main Street music and I said Pat Hal's low cut Connie He said try it yeah apparently the guy I don't know that much about them but apparently the guy's a keyboard player uh, and he's been known to do the Jerry Lee Lewis thing where you know you jump up on your piano, kick the school stool away, and uh, yeah' they're definitely, uh, just, they're definitely uh, high energy yeah so definitely high
0: energy so interesting we're, stuff we're going to get into this is uh all the kids are way too high by low cut <laughs> Connie an interesting, interesting name of a song up. yeah but we're going to jump into this here um, we're going to kind of analyze it a little bit when we come back, talk about maybe the Philadelphia aspect, um, and then we will uh We'll move on to our final song, uh, which we will debut after Loka Kani. Here is Loka Kani, All the Kids Are Way Too High. Cool band names. Cool band songs. The new music show. Be right back. was Low Cut Connie, Kids Are Way Too High, song that definitely sends a message, right? It's a rocker, isn't it? That's a rocker. You, yeah. you mentioned the Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. aspect. Do you hear it now? Yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. hear it there. I did want to mention one thing that we talked about while the song was playing, and that uh, I, I have no idea what Chicago Rock is. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the old 97s are actually from Dallas, Texas. The Black Keys are from Ohio. So I had just had this conception. I don't know if it's from movies or whatever yeah. it was, but I had this conception of what uh, Chicago Rock... Chicago rock is, and it turns out, yeah, it's not Chicago rock.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's Dallas Chicago. rock. Yeah, well, Wilco. Well, anyway, yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit about Memphis. You, what were that? This, this, that album was recorded in, in Ardent Studios, and I don't know if you know who or have I ever heard of Ardent Studios, but... No, tell us a story. Well, there's a little story. They were actually the higher-end studio. I mentioned Stacks earlier. There were two studios. One was kind of the black studio, and the other was kind of the white studio, if you will. Wow. And, but they exchanged musicians back and forth within the uh, groups. The The Stacks group was like Steve Cropper and the guys from the Blues Brothers and all that. So they You'd be surprised how many albums they've... Or songs they've written and been put on and ducked on those guys but anyway ardent was the home of uh, at first big star did you ever hear of yeah. big star Yep. and then uh, the replacements came down and recorded at ardent studio they wanted that memphis sound and these guys just recorded this album in ardent studios studios uh, um so
0: that's interesting you say that because yeah. I actually read a little bit about low cut Connie and they did get some comparisons to their replacements and kind of uh, in terms of his songwriting and, and their style. Um, so it's interesting that, that you mentioned them. That's yeah. one of your favorites of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so the, the next song we're going to get into is a little bit different. Um, this is a song by uh, by a band. Are they a band or is it a couple guys? It's a concept. It's a they're, concept. They're,
1: they're all um, anime. Is yeah that, is' that how you say that <laughs> yeah so so this band is anime. uh <laughs> this is the gorillas. these are
0: guys that you've definitely heard of before they've had a, a bunch of songs out there from man, probably going back ten fifteen years ago at this well, point
1: the um, the main character, the main anime in this group is Damon Alburn, and I don't know if you know who he is, but you heard a blur right yeah oh yeah woohoo yeah yeah he's this is what he did after blur in. He basically took a bunch of guest artists and people he liked and wanted to work with, slapped them all together into this cartoon.
0: Cool. So this this one's it incorporates more rap, like we talked about. We started getting into it a little bit Another before. A reggae
1: feel to it. L- little
0: to reggae. Like, so I said, a little, yeah. uh, I have on my notes here a little like a bohemian sound almost. It's like a, yeah. kind of a kind of a pretty cool thing. And they have kind of it's it's more like a computery mm-hmm. type feel. Yeah. How do you feel about that new music that's kind of come out? It's if it, a lot of stuff's moving moving that way um, with the, the computer-generated music.
1: In, well, if you – as long as you – well, in general, if – if uh, I like – I know you don't want to uh, generalize. Uh, the, I like players music. playing. But, you know, if they do it with a little bit of artistry and a little bit of creativity rather than just a formula, songwriting, slap it together, right. do it to your power tools. and um, There's an important balance between yeah, the computer and – yeah, you can use them both. Why not? Yeah,
0: cool. So yeah, this one, it, it uses a little bit of the, the auto tuney feel, um, which has obviously become more and more popular. But these are guys that you've heard of before. Um, this is some of their newer stuff. This is Saturn Bars by the gorillas. What well, y'all,
5: I mean, anything about Saturn When me get wealthy, i am me wife All my life This, this thing force me fi be a killer just like Rodney Price All my life, no All my life One teacup me, some boy don't know me Though me rough, them can't believe a grandma draw me Know a few popcorn songs, oh, I feel them know me Four miles me used to walk to the school, them know man's story Ha! Oh, me gain up all those glory. The world is man, the whole like me taking in slowly. Happy days, me call it, now my have story. Anyway, me in de- that the world, my dogs then round me. <laughs> me laugh and collect those trophies. Me call me deserve everything my music give me. Oh, I'll rule in no light like Frisbee. The dream family live that with me. Oh. All my life, My dream for who I knows, land, cars and bikes, all my life.
2: I'm in a stake bar, I got debts, I'm at the base of all my
5: life.
2: sliding about to my love and I'm just a heartbreaker.
0: There it was. That was Gorillas. We were having a little bit of trouble with the board here. That was the Gorillas. Kind of a newer flavor. Uh, uh kind of more, more modern feel, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's uh you never know what you're gonna get with them. Pretty, pretty uh eclectic. So are they all are they all British guys? They're all kinds of people. I mean, he's had guys like Bobby Walmart come in, uh, he's had American rap guys come in, he's had uh I think uh Joe jo- Joe Strummer. No, 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 no. Mick Jones. Mick Jones. I think. No. Who's the the bass player from the Clash? Played with them. Oh man. Uh, Simonon. I think Paul Simonon or something. Is Paul his name. Simonin? Yeah, something like that. I'm not that. sure. But he, thro- he throws a hodgepodge. It's a menagerie of
0: people. Yeah, it's good to hear that they have some new stuff. Uh, new stuff coming out. I like the stuff that they had yeah, uh, this, originally this was, this when they first came out. Last year's it? album. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that was Saturn Bars. Uh, from the gorillas so that that kind of wraps up the new music that we're going to put out this week um, we do appreciate pre- appreciate you guys listening in and um, we're going to be putting more and more of these out as uh, as the new music comes up i don't know if we're going to do it on a weekly monthly uh, we're kind of feeling our way through it so if you guys have any recommendations on things that you that you found that maybe you could introduce us to cool um or if there's Particular topics that you'd like to cover on the show, we're definitely open uh, to hearing everything that you guys that you guys want to hear and bringing you new music and bringing the new music to everybody out there. So with that, we're gonna kind of wrap things up here. Um, like I said, as this gets as we grow this show more and more, we will be posting things, maybe articles, maybe just things that you might like to see about new music. But for my co-host and father rich hey, ruha myself it's been fun, son. i really appreciate you joining me here um and we will be back at it hopefully sometime very soon um, but for now we are going to sign off this is the new music show thanks for being here <laughs>
2: Every inch of the city.